Blog Talk Radio. Oh, Nats Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by the District Sports page and FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. We've got Dave Nichols from the District Sports page on the line, the doghouse from Federal Baseball on his way home from Nationals Park, where the Nationals beat the San Diego Padres 8-3 tonight. Dave will start with the man on the mound, Steven Strathbunny. Six starts since returning from his first DL spin of the year. He's 4-1 and one with a 1-2-6 ERA, a 167-205-278 line against in 35 and two-thirds innings pitched over that stretch coming into the night start. 7-6 and six on the year with a 4-2-2 ERA, a 309 FIP, 263-11-412 line overall, which if you saw where it was after his first eight starts is pretty impressive. He was down 2 nothing early, though, after Ted Jerko crushed a 97-mile-an-hour first pitch fastball, sent a two-run home run at the left. 12 straight set down after that, though. 84 innings pitch after five. 15 straight on 102 pitches after an 18 pitch. One, two, three, six. Pretty much made one mistake tonight. Another great start from Steven Strasburg. Yes, I said great. I thought it was a dominant outing from him outside of that home run, which was really just a 96 mile an hour fastball that Jerko threw his bat into. But really, a solid start from Steven Strasburg after he following up on that solid outing in Colorado last week. Yeah, you you said one mistake. I'm not even sure how much of a mistake it was. Uh, like you said, it was um, it was a pretty good pitch. Uh, um, you know, sometimes sometimes major league hitters, like you said, run into one, and I think that's kind of what Jerko did. But um, just a tremendous start from Strasburg tonight. He's reminding everybody, um, you know, that when he's healthy, he's one of the better pitchers in the game, and um, and can be dominant. And and you know, and we we saw that again tonight. I mean, yeah, just uh, had everything working. Um, the good fastball, um, you know, quality quality curveball, maybe not um, as special as, as it has been in a couple of other starts, but just a really nice start from him. And um, really, they're going to have to get that every single time out. I mean, we all know that the Nats have very very little room for uh, for error at this point. Um, it looks like the Mets may never lose again, but um, you know, this is a, this is an, an instance where every single one of these guys has to give. Um, their best performance of the year as they keep going on if they're going to remain uh, um, in contention for the for the division title. Doug has it sounded like there was a little bit of a hush over the crowd when uh, Strasburg gave up that home run early. As Dave mentioned, it kind of seems like every every inning, every pitch now it seems like they're fighting towards a playoff spot. Well, not seems like they are actually doing that. Seems like an atmosphere though, getting towards the end of the season that's really exciting and electric down there in National Park and. See Strasburg kind of bounce back from that. I think FP kind of uh, described it best as he's pitching like a closer throughout the whole game, really, with predominantly fastballs, throwing him up to 97, 98. I think he hit 99 on Masson's radar at least once, but a dominant outing from Strasburg to kind of keep the crowd there after he gave up the uh, early home run. He bounced back very, really nicely. That's on me. Uh, I, I'm going to assume that was to me. So, uh, yeah, yes, he sir. did. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, he was pitching really well, and, and certainly the atmosphere in the park was, uh, it became electric, but it started off as kind of tense, and, and certainly we were hanging on every pitch there, and th- there there was a pronounced silence uh, a- after that home run there. Um, I, I think not even any of the few Padres fans who were in attendance were willing to, to, to stand up and cheer for that, just because of all the, the tension in the crowd, but Strauss had a really good outing, and uh, I, I even saw a couple of pitches that I couldn't even identify. He was throwing something for at like 85 tonight. What was that? Was he actually busting out his slider again? 
because usually his, his curve is slower and his change is faster. So I, I'm not sure what he's doing, but whatever it is, I, I hope he keeps it up because it was it was pretty effective tonight. So I have to check Brooks' baseball after this and see what they call those pitches. It seemed like he put his curveball away a little after he wasn't getting the low strike calls with it early in the game and kind of focused on the fastball the rest of the way. And luckily for him, he was really locating it, had some nice movement on the fastball and just was able to blow Padres hitters away for the most part. Dave J- uh, James Shields on the mound for the Padres tonight signed a four-year, seventy-five million dollar deal. This winner nine and five on the year, three seven four ERA, four eleven FIP, two forty-seven, three twenty-two, four forty-nine line against, and one hundred and fifty-eight and two-thirds before tonight. Coming off six scoreless versus Atlanta at home in Petco Park, facing the Nationals for the first time since two thousand nine. He's given that two nothing lead to work with that we talked about, but gave it right back on a two run home run by Wilson Ramos, who went down for a curveball that he had no business hitting out of the park. Three uh, two Nats after a two out RBI double by Yuno Escobar in the third. Harper, Harper and Des- Desmond with doubles in the fifth, make it four to two. 110 pitches after five, 59 in his last two innings. I think that was probably what was most impressive about the Nationals, just really running up his pitch count and getting him out of there. And the Padres let him go up to, I think I think he ended up with 121 pitches, something ridiculous like that. But Nationals really just made him throw a lot of pitches there towards the end and got him out early and then added on a little bit. Well, you know, it's kind of amazing. It, it almost seems like that when you have – all of your starters, all of your offensive starters in the lineup, that the offense performs better. Um, I'm not Amazing. sure how that happens, but you know, when 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 you're starting your opening day lineup for the first time all season, you, you kind of expect um, a, a have a little bit of offensive success. And we joke and all, but I mean, this is this is where the Nats have been all season. I mean, they've been behind the eight ball uh, all year, first with the guys being out, and then you know, the guys trying to round themselves into shape. But uh, I think we're starting to see a little bit more offensive production. I mean, it's certainly, um, you know, certainly <laughs> not too soon. But, um, yeah, you mentioned Ramos' home run. Um, you know, it's good to see him having having some success power-wise here of late. Um, you're right. I mean, that, that the, the, home, the, the pitch that he hit for the home run just shows how physically strong he is. I mean, that was a pitch that, that nobody should be hitting out, and he just went down and got it. But, uh, you know, every single batter uh, reached. You know, a bunch of guys had multiple uh, multiple hits. Uh, I mentioned the home runs, obviously the, the big shot coming later. Um, just a, a really nice performance against a good pitcher. I mean, Shields, um, Shields is a quality pitcher, and, and it's funny that, um, you know, in the last couple of nights the Nats have beaten up on um, the, the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, Starting pitching from from the early 2000s with uh, with Garza and Shields on back to back nights. Doug has that big blast Dave just referenced there. Of course, Ryan Zimmerman's grand slam. The Nats load the bases with two down in the sixth. Ryan Zimmerman crushes a 96 mile an hour 2-0 fastball from Bud Norris for an oppo slam, clears the out of town scoreboard to make it eight to two at that point. It all started with a single by Rendon, kept alive by Bryce Harper's acting like he got hit by a pitch, which is one of the odder things I've seen in a long time, and infuriated the Padres manager to the point where he got tossed later in the game. Harper appeared to foul one off of his foot, or at least by his reaction upon replay, they couldn't find one shot that showed it actually hitting him, but ball rolled fair, was called a foul ball off his foot, and he got another chance to stay in the bat and ended up walking you know, Escobar walked after that, and then Zimmerman steps in and hits the grand slam, which 
I think the Padres have every right to be infuriated about that since they couldn't look back at the play, but Ryan Zimmerman made him pay for keeping that inning alive with that opposite field slam and setting that park into quite the frenzy at that point. Yeah, quite quite the frenzy indeed. That was if it actually did not hit him, that was really a, a pro move there by uh, by Harper. I, I remember the play and thinking to myself, why isn't he even running that out? Sure, it's an easy out, but they might make an error. They bobbled the ball already this game, uh, and, and then he's sort of hopping around like, oh, it must have been off his foot. Uh, uh, apparently, the the San Diego manager did not agree so much. Uh, I will say this in his favor. Um, a friend of ours who was texting us during the game said that her husband was watching on the replay and said it kind of looked like the ball was changing direction. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt based on that. But uh, <laughs> Wait, do you see the replay? <laughs> <laughs> to, to move on to, uh, to, to what's really important is, is the truly expert veteran stat padding, courtesy of Ryan Zimmerman there. Blasting the game wildly into junk time uh, with with uh, just some incredible fan service right there. Uh, I, I got to tell you, it, it took us so long to chant Nats, Nats, Nats. We were not done until Ramos stepped into the box after uh, after Desmond's hit, after the grand slam, after the curtain call. So I it, it was it was a hard night of fandom tonight, but uh, certainly a, re, a rewarding one. Dave, you mentioned the uh, fact that the Nationals finally had their expected everyday lineup. Uh, what are we, 124 games into the season before they finally get the lineup that Mike Williams wrote down on a whiteboard somewhere in his office in January or February? And after he made the UNL Escobar trade, this is what he expected to be out there every day. 124 games in, he finally gets it. Denard stand back off the DL today, doing what he can to help the Nationals. He said he's not 100%, but he's good enough to get up there and do what he can to help the Nationals down the run here. Uh, Tano Roark, kind of the hard luck loser in this situation, gets sent down to Class A ball to pitch for the Potomac Nationals and stretch him out as a starter. But the more important thing, as bad as I feel for Tano Roark in this situation, where they're going to try to make him a starter again towards the end of the year and possibly use him if they have to when Joe Ross is done, more important thing, though, is that lineup is out there. You mentioned they're able to work at bats. You have Stan, Worth, Rendon, Harper, Escobar, Zimmerman, Desmond, Ramos. That's a really tough, long lineup to get through for opposing pitchers. And they made Shields work for it tonight, 121 pitches in five and two-thirds. If they can keep doing that, they're going to have a chance down the stretch here, though they might have put themselves in too much of a hole before they finally got this lineup back together. Right. Well, I mean, that's uh, that's really the key, right, it, it, is to trying to – to, to cut into this deficit, and I mean they've got six head-to-head with the Mets, so they have to stay within striking distance. Even though the Mets seem like they're never going to lose again, but um, you know, uh, Span's not going to be able to play every day down the stretch, and, and it's a, it's good for the Nets that Michael Taylor has gotten some valuable experience this year, uh, filling in first for Work and then for Span, um, because he's still going to be busy down the stretch. But I mean, this is the roster that we looked at you know, at the at, over the winter and at the beginning of the season and the roster that all the pundits looked at and said this is a team that, you know, that are gonna, that's going to win 95 games plus and are going to win the East going away. Um, so if you're going to try to make a stretch run, um, this is the roster that you want to try to have it with. And, um, you know, and we, make, we make jokes about, you know, how well the Mets have been playing since the All-Star break and or since the, the trading deadline and everything. And, I mean, you know, there's still a little over a month in the season to go. They are going to have a not-so-hot streak. So, 
Um, the Nats, no, no margin for error. You know, they've got to keep the pedal to the metal. They have to, um, you know, keep taking two out of three from from the good teams and, and trying to sweep the bad teams. It would be it would go a long way for the Nats right now to um, to take a three game sweep from the Padres here, and they got off to a good start with it tonight. Yeah, it was just the first time they won three straight since uh, the middle of July, the 11th through 17th, two before and one after the All Star break, where they actually put three games together in a row. I think they'd won three. Uh, sets of two since then, but never won that third one, so they finally get that big part of it tonight. The game was kind of out of hand, doghouse, but it looked like the Padres might threaten there in the end. Blake Trining comes on after Matt Thornton gives up two hits, gets a double play to get out of that inning, gives up a single in the ninth, gets another double play after that. Um, I think he's up to around 10 or 11 scoreless innings since he came back. He just came out, uh, you know, the game's 8-3 to three at that point, but you don't want to give the Padres any hope of getting back into this one, and Trining was able to come out there get a double play out of Kemp, I believe, the first time, and really two nice innings by trying in there to completely shut it down and get the Nationals their win. At the risk of being a dirty, dirty jinxer, I'm just going to come out and say it. Blake Trinan is a Katy Perry walk-up song short of being the new 2012 Ryan Matthews. There, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he certainly look. had his struggles throughout the year, and... Uh, we can talk and have talked at great length about uh, his platoon splits and, and being set up for sex, success and being not set up for success. But I, I think with all the experiment, experience he's gotten over the, cor- uh, the course of the year, he's proven that he's, he can be a valuable middle-inning guy and uh, an important part of this, uh, of this bullpen moving forward over the rest of the year. Dave, coming out of the All-Star break, the uh, Mets made a big deal of how they lined up their rotation to go up with their top three against the Nationals. The Nationals, Matt Williams talked at the time about needing five starters to be winning games, so he wasn't particularly concerned about making sure that Strasburg, and, uh, well, Strasburg wasn't available for part of that time, but Max Scherzer lined up against the Mets when they were playing them in two series there that ended up so far being very important in the way this season's gone. The Mets dropped two or three in the first series, but got the sweep with their top three on the mound in City Field when the Nationals went there. Today, Matt Williams told reporters that he'd switch things up. He's going to make sure this time going around that uh, Scherzer and Strasburg both, both face the Mets in those last two series. So he switched things around a little bit to line them up. Looking back now, hindsight, everyone's going to say is 2020, but should they have come out of the break? Was it a good idea to give Scherzer a little bit of an extra rest, or should they come out of the break and line them up to go head-to-head with the Mets best? Well, I was okay with it at the time. I'm still okay with it um, now. Uh, you know, um, All-Star break, I think, is, is a little early to, to try to start playing with your rotation and that type of thing. I think now I think it's entirely appropriate for them to try to line up uh, Scherzer and Strasburg. I mean, you want to get your best pitchers uh, playing in these series that mean so much. And, um, you know, like I said, I think middle of the season is probably a little early for that. I, I didn't have any problem with it at the time, but uh, – uh, now there's just there is no margin for error, and you have to have your best players in your biggest games, and 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 those games with the Mets are going to be uh, just playoffs before the playoffs, really. Yeah, every game is a big one at this point, like we've been saying. Nationals 63 and 61 over a year. One more for you, Doug. Has a quick one before we get out of here. Denard stands uh, ovation when he first came out and came up to the plate for the first time. Ryan Zimmerman's ovation and a curtain call after the. Uh, Grand Slam tonight. What was the biggest moment there in Nationals Park? As a big win for the Nationals tonight. 
Oh, oh, certainly the Grand Slam. Uh, People were on their feet and going crazy, going nuts. Uh, No one was going to sit down until Zim came out. 8-3 tonight in the nation's capital, 63-61 overall in the year after the win. Gio Gonzalez versus Joe Ross's brother Tyson, older brother on the mound. They miss each other by a day, unfortunately, because that would have been fun for hash brown narrative purposes and nothing else. But that's it for tonight. Matt Knightley is sponsored by the District Sports page and federalbaseball.com. Hopefully we'll talk to both of you guys tomorrow night after another win. Go Nats.